Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. This is episode 8. I hope you guys are enjoying the new setup. I'm a day ahead now, so you're getting your new episodes. I try to post them right at midnight, so you have all the AM. They'll be there for you when you wake up in the morning for your enjoyment on your drive to work. Thanks for everybody that's been sending me emails. I really, really appreciate it. And you can also go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U. D-D-L-E dot net that has all the links and everything associated that I'm working on right now. All the projects, every one of my social media accounts. Go to TuttleTV.com. TuttleTV.com takes you directly to my YouTube page. I just thought it would be easier for people to remember TuttleTV.com. And if you want to email me, Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I try to reply to everybody and I'm going to read some emails today. And if you want to donate, I'm keeping all my content free. But if you want to donate and help me out, you can do that by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. So yes, yesterday's show got a lot of response in my email and I had some people writing me and telling me, oh, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get Dr. Dan's livelihood. You're trying to jeopardize that. You're going to report him. I never once see because you guys absolutely love to stir crap up. And I know you're probably going to report back to Bubba and then that I was going to, that I said I was going to report Dr. Dan. No, I never said that. I was trying to help Dr. Dan out because, you know, you, you shouldn't say things like that. You really, really shouldn't. So I would never do that. It would make me the biggest hypocrite in the world, especially of how much I love radio and the First Amendment. I would never stop anybody for saying anything that they want to. I think you should be able to say any goddamn thing you want to say no matter what. I mean, of course, like slander or stuff like that, you can't. I think all speech should be protected, even Dr. Dan saying what he said about my attempted suicide. Yes, he should be able to say that. It's all just jokes. So I would never in a million years turn in Dr. Dan for that. But guys, please, seriously, cut it out. I got a good thing going right now. I've been trying to not burn any bridges, so please do not try to stir up all the BS or anything between me, Dr. Dan, and Bubba. I'm not trying to get Dr. Dan fired. I just broke things down a little bit, and I'm going to let it rust. I am not going to talk about him anymore unless there are shots fired back at me. Then I'll reply, but from this point forward, his name will not be brought up on this podcast or any of my other outlets that I do content on like you. YouTube, no, there won't be anything talked about Dr. Dan. But moving along, this maybe, I think, is the fourth year in a row that my family and a couple of the other families in the park where we live at, which I call the Hobo Fish Camp. So here in the Hobo Fish Camp, they have a big Fat Tuesday party. None of them have ever been to New Orleans before, but I it's just one of those things I think us as Americans look for any reason to party during the work week. It makes us feel better about, you know, partaking and partying on a work week when we're supposed to be concentrating and making that money. And that's why we look for like Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo. Why do Americans, why do white Americans celebrate Cinco de Mayo? It's a reason for them to get effed up. That's exactly the only reason. They're looking for a reason during the work week to party and get down. Same goes for St. Patrick's Day. There's a lot of Americans that are not even close 
close to being anything Irish, don't have any family members from Ireland. So why are you celebrating St. Patrick's Day? It's not your holiday. But back to my original point, you're just looking for any reason to party during the work week. We look for excuses to make ourselves feel better about effing up and straying away from our responsibilities. We look for things to make and shape our decisions in our favor. That's exactly what we do. But make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Go to TuttleTV.com. That's TuttleTV.com. So you guys can check out my videos. And what what I'm saying by check it out is I'm going to be uploading a lot of video that I got from today's Fat Tuesday party. Picture a lot of older people doing karaoke. Not bad where bad it sucks. It was just so bad it was good. I hope, I hope that makes sense. And I'm going to be uploading that video in the next couple of days on my YouTube channel. So go to TuttleTV.com. But a lot of people ask me, you know, hey man, you're not drinking anymore. Does it bother you to be around a bunch of people that are partying? And at first it really did bother me. But now I've gotten to the point where it does not bother me at all. As long as I'm staying busy and I'm not idle, I do not want to drink. The first couple of weeks when I stopped drinking, it was all a physical thing and I wanted it because I was sick and not feeling good. But now it's just all a boredom thing. As long as I can stay busy, I do not want to drink. So doing this podcast, working on my YouTube channel and all the content that I'm putting out is helping me stay busy while I'm out of work. I hope to be getting back to work really, really soon. It's it's amazing how it does not bother me anymore because it just, it was such a part of my life and it was ingrained into my psyche of just drinking every single day. And it does not bother me. It really does not bother me. People can be around me and I've been to parties before since I've stopped drinking and it, it really has not bothered me one single bit. It, it's a lot of people would think that it would, but it really, really has not. If any of you guys that listen to my podcast are in the process of trying to quit or you want to quit and you don't even know where to start, I'd be more than happy to help you out anytime you need it. You can email me Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Be more than happy to talk to you. I can get, I mean, I'm not a professional at it. I'm sure the way that I did it is not what you're supposed to do because I've gotten off the alcohol and the psychotropic drugs all together. And I, I'm sure a lot of people would not recommend that, but it's good to just talk about the situation and get everything out in the open. I have found out that it's easier to just lay it out all on the line. There's nothing to hide. It's the same thing as like going to see a psychiatrist. If you're not brutally honest to a hundred percent of everything going on in your life to a psychiatrist, you're just pissing your money away and they cannot help you because they don't know everything. You have to spill your guts. That's the only way that it works. If you listen to yesterday's podcast, you heard me talking about this past weekend. I went over to interview with Ross McCoy, who formerly was from the Tom and Dan show, but he's got a podcast and I'm trying to do as many podcasts as I can to promote everything that I'm working on right now. But I told you that I had been to that place before, but I had not been there in like seven years. So the closer and closer I got, I, I, I kept thinking about it and I'm like, I've been here before. And it made me think is how does the brain store things away and you don't think about it for eight years, but when you need that information again, you're able to somehow pull it out of your mind. How does that work? Like seriously, how the F does that work? I mean, it's just like a computer. It, it is a computer and it's, it's amazing. And you know, another prime example of that is, and I don't know if you saw the story, the singer 
singer Duffy. And if you do not remember Duffy, she did a song and she was known for a song by the name of Mercy. And she came out of nowhere, but everybody heard this song. I promise you, if you search Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, and then the song title is Mercy. When you hear this, you'll exactly be brought back to the year and you'll remember everything about this song. It'll pull back memories of where you were at when you heard this song or times you heard this song. It's amazing that your brain can just pull up crap like that and you have not used it in years. Where does it go? Why don't you think about it? If it's in your mind, why do you not think about it? Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I want to hear your opinions on why you think that is because I like to hear from you. Eventually, I would like this show to be able to be live so you guys will be able to listen. And if you ever want to be a guest on this show, it's very easily done. All you have to do is have Skype, create a name, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. We'll set up a time. I'd love to have you on if you want to talk about any of the topics that I brought up. I'll have you on. I don't give a damn. Anybody is loud on this podcast. Now, I wish I knew the rules because I would love to play some this Duffy song, Mercy, that she was known for, just to give you an idea, but I don't know what the copyright like rules are on Podomatic, so I'm not even going to risk it because I'm not going to do all this work on this show just for it to get censored. Just look it up if you get a chance. Mercy by Duffy. She's been out of the spotlight for over a decade. That song came out in 2008. She's not been heard of, I think, since 2009. It's been that long, and I, I completely had forgotten about her until I saw saw this story today on Twitter and it was trending. And I was like, Duffy, that sounds familiar. Who's, oh, it's the female singer that did that song. I didn't remember the name of the song until I heard it and then saw the title, but it all came back to me. So what happened to Duffy was that she was kidnapped and abducted, drugged, and raped over several days and she left this statement on her Instagram account and it's a black and white picture of her standing in an alley and if you want to search her up on Instagram her name is very simple Duffy D-U-F-F-Y and this is what she had to say you can only imagine the amount of times I thought about writing this the way I would write it how it would feel thereafter well not entirely sure why now is the right time and what it is that feels exciting and liberating for me to talk I cannot explain it many of you wonder what happened to me? Where did I disappear to and why? A journalist contacted me. He found a way to reach me and told me everything this past summer. He was kind and it felt so amazing to finally speak. The truth is, and please trust me, I am okay and safe now. I was raped and drugged and held captive over some days. Of course, I survived. The recovery took time. There's no light way to say it, but I can tell you in the last decade, the thousands and thousands of days I committed to wanting to feel sunshine in my heart again, the sun does now shine. You wonder why I did not choose to use my voice to express my pain? I did not want to show the world the sadness in my eyes. I asked myself, how can I sing from the heart if it is broken and it's slowly unbroke? In the following weeks, I'll be posting a spoken interview. If you have any questions, I would like to answer them in a spoken interview if I can. I have a sacred love and sincere appreciation for your kindness over the years. You have been friends. I want to thank you for that. Signed, Duffy. This is completely mental. This is where Duffy has been 
that all this time. And it had to be one of those like crazed super fans. I know it wasn't a woman. It had to be a dude that was absolutely obsessed with everything Duffy. And it, it just shows how notoriety can come back to bite you in the ass. Yes, it's nice to be famous and you get a lot of money, but god damn, Duffy was abducted. She was drugged. She was raped over a week. I mean, they're saying over several days, but I'm, I'm going to at least say a week. And how did she even get away? Like, seriously, it, there would have been a record of it if, if police would have found them. So I know that didn't happen. So why are we hearing about this now? How in the day of age of social media and, and the news, how did this not become a lead story? How did TMZ not have this? How did Duffy keep this a secret for so long? She had to keep her circle of friends so close because there's always going to be that one person in the group that's going to talk. They're going to try to sell the story, get some money out of it and cash in. I'm sorry, people might think that they're your friends, but truly, if the opportunity arises, they're going to screw you if they get a chance when it comes to money. So she had to keep a close circle of friends, like just family for this not to get out. And why now? Why? I mean, she says why in, in the story, but does she plan on trying to get back into singing? I think it would do her good. I really do to get back to some type of normalcy. But on the other hand, I mean, her, her fame and notoriety is what maybe caused this. I'm not saying that that's the main reason, but let's be honest. She probably was abducted because of who she was and was some crazy super fan. And if you can just read about these crazy people that are obsessed with some celebrities, have you ever seen the story? in the suicide video that the guy left that was stalking Bjork. Oh my God, that is one of the most insane videos you'll ever watch. And the guy blows the back of his head off listening to a Bjork song. And he waits and he counts it down and the song just seems like it's never gonna end. And then when it finally fades out, he pulls the trigger. And, you know, you really don't see a lot of the gore, but he falls straight to the ground and you can hear the blood rushing out of his head. But that's about as gross as it gets. It just was very, very creepy video. So if you get a chance, search the Bjork stalker and that video should come up. Now, this next topic, I hate getting on topics like this because I don't want to be one of those guys that's trying to freak you out or I don't want you to think I'm like Alex Jones. But I think that the coronavirus is more rampant in the United States right now than what the government is telling us. Okay, because look, for example, Example, most of the countries that the coronavirus has shown up in with any uh, cases, it spreads because they've had contact with other people and other people get it. Why is the government here in the United States not reporting an increase of coronavirus cases? I think they do not want us to panic right now. Not only do they not want us to panic, they're protecting the stock market and the economy because just look over the past two days, the big dump that the stock market has taken in the bed. It's all because of the coronavirus. And it's stupid stuff like this that happens in the world that controls our economy and drives people to get scared about investing and buying. And they want to sell off and hoard their money at the time. That's what they're worried about. They care more about money and the economy than fixing the problem of this potential pandemic because it's getting to a point. They say within a month, month and a half, we have a short window that is closing for us to get ahead of this. And if we do not get ahead of this, we are going to be under alert. 
we're going to be having to stay at home because if it gets into a city, they're going to quarantine the whole city. There won't be going to work. You'll be able to have to live at your house and not going anywhere. That's why I'm kind of glad where I'm at right now, living in Oak Hill. If I want to avoid people, I can easily do it. I can stay away from people. I got enough food here. I, I can go out and I can fish and can I could cook that if I have to. So I do not need to go to the store and interact with people. So I'm sitting real pretty right now. So I'm not really freaked out. But guys, if you live in bigger cities, uh, metropolitans like Orlando or Tampa, Miami, Jacksonville, you might want to start worrying a little bit because if it starts getting in there, the government is going to take measures and they're going to keep you at home. You're not going to go anywhere. And that's going to cause a lot of issues because Americans do not like to be told what they can or cannot do. Or if you're not allowed to leave your house or go somewhere, they like the freedom to be able to roam and do whatever the hell they choose to do. And it's going to be a problem. You're going to get these assholes that are going to roam out of their house when they should be staying inside when they're sick or, or and spread the disease because Americans, they're so inconsiderate. Please, I'm not bashing the country. Still think we're the best country in the whole wide world. But let's be honest. A lot of us, I'll admit, I go to the bathroom. I take a piss. I don't wash my hands sometimes. I sneeze in my hand. I don't wash my hands. So I get lazy and I need to do a better job at it. But we are very horrible as Americans. Yes, we have sanitation and we got sewage and garbage and trash does not build up. We get lazy when it comes to just common courtesy of washing your hands after you go to the bathroom or you sneeze or you cough. Just washing your hands can help so dearly. So I know you guys are probably like, oh, Tuttle's freaking out. He's going to cause pandemonium by him talking about this. Yes, the coronavirus is not as deadly as a lot of strains of colds or viruses, flus, whatever you want to call it. It's not that bad. It, it's it's killing the young and the old and people with immune systems that are not in good shape. So the coronavirus is not as deadly as, say, a SARS or the swine flu. The swine flu, a lot of people forget about that. And the Ebola virus was pretty scary, but that only passed from contact. It was not airborne. This, it just spreads and the incubation time is so long that sometimes these people can go from place to place and spread it. And that's also another thing why world pandemics are a thing now because we have air travel. It's easy. You know, back in the day when, you know, the Black Plague or the Bubonic Plague or whatever you want to call it was spreading, it, it stayed on continents. It did not go from continent to continent. It was hard to do. And now with airplanes, we're spreading diseases from other third world countries. It's just, it's what we have to deal with, with the technology that we have in our society right now. Please, I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm just saying it's better to be prepared. Make sure you got like a week's worth of food because if all hell breaks loose and there is a breakout and a spread of the coronavirus near you and they tell you, you have to stay home, you're, you can stay home. You'll be able to take care of yourself and you won't have Listen, we have all the things in the world. We got TVs, we got phones. You can stay connected and know what's going on without leaving your house. Like seriously, I could, I spent a week in the mental institution and I didn't go anywhere. And yes, it kind of sucked. You just have to deal with what you got at the moment. So just be prepared if it does get bad. So while I'm recording this podcast, I'm keeping up with what's going on in the Democratic debate that's going on live in Charleston tonight. And it's just so pathetic. It's 
really, really pathetic what our politicians have become. And and I don't want you to think I don't want this show to be a political type show. I do not support any politician. I think all politicians are crooks. And until you get rid of lobbyists out of Washington, we're never going to get true representation of us, the people, because these politicians are having to reward or pay back these favors that they're getting from the lobbyists for their elections to get elected. And that's just this one big cycle. And and any of these politicians are, I'm going to get all the lobbyists out. No, you're not. It's already there. It's a cycle we cannot get away from right now because all the other politicians that are getting paid right now, they're not going to let some newcomer in and F everything up for them. Hell no. They got a great thing going right now. And just the way that we're just set up, this democratic debate, it's just one big bitch fest. And it's like, excuse me, can I talk? Can I talk? Why are you talking over me? Can I talk? I think the moderator acknowledged me first. And it's just a big who can be a dick to each other. And and they're pouncing on it. And like, I guess everybody's talking about the big thing that's going to be talked about tonight is Bernie Sanders and his comments on Cuba and Fidel Castro. All these people, they have these little missteps that always come back to get them a little bit. And whoever in the Democratic Party gets there, they're going to have to decide, am I going to fight fire with fire when they have to debate Trump? Because Trump's going to get dirty. So are you going to battle him dirt for dirt? Or are you going to look weak for letting him over talk you and and pitch you down? Are people going to think, oh, he doesn't have any control because he lost his temper with Donald Trump. So it's like you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't when it comes to debating Trump. So I and I'm not saying Trump is the greatest debater. I don't think he's a great communicator compared to what's on the Democratic side. I think it's going to be a goddamn bloodbath. So I am almost halfway through my second week of starting and doing this podcast. And I really have not seen the girls that I've met online as of late. Yeah, I've kind of taken a time out, taken a little bit of a break from going out and meeting some of these women. I, I did go out with the nurse that I told you about on previous podcasts and that was a good time. It's just right now she has a lot of stuff going on in her life and it it makes it difficult for us to find time to hang out with each other. I think she does like me a lot. I think she cares for me. I just don't think she has enough time right now for anybody extra in her life which is very, very unfortunate in my opinion. And then the other girl that I liked a lot, she's completely ghosted me now and I'm not going to just keep going after her and and not getting any returns back I mean, it makes me look like I'm a I'm a desperate loser when it comes to it. If I'm the one texting her all the time and hardly ever getting anything back, and then I'll get the random one where she'll want to say hi, and then I'll text and she'll send a couple back, and then she'll completely disappear. So I have no idea what the hell's going on with that situation either. Right now, it is probably for the best, though. Until I get my work situation completely handled, the professional side of my life, where I want it to be, it's probably best that I just concentrate on employment right now, get my professional and personal life in order. My personal life, like I said, is better than it's ever been in my life right now. I just need to work on the professional side of my life and my life will be complete. I mean, it won't be perfect, but it'll be better than what I've had to deal with lately. So I'm going to pump the brakes, take a little bit of time out. If they want to hang out, I'll hang out with them, but I'm not going to go like full
full court press and try to get a piece of ass. I, I just, I can take care of myself and do these podcasts, send out resumes, make connections. I could do all that right now from home, save the money. And you guys have been helping me out a lot with the donations. The donations have been killer. Thank you. I've been writing every single person back that has been donating anything to me. And if you want to help out the cause, you can easily do it by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. If you'd like to donate and help me out while I'm trying to get back in the business, it would be greatly appreciated. All right, guys, I want to thank everybody for listening to today's podcast. Please help me spread the word. I'm not on the radio anymore. So I have no outlet to promote the content that I'm putting out on social media as well as podcasting and YouTube. So please help spread the word. You can go to Tuttle.net. Tuttle.net has all the links where you can find me online. Go to TuttleTV.com. That's TuttleTV.com. That takes you directly to my YouTube page where you can check out all the videos that I put up. I'm trying to put up at least two to three videos a week, a daily podcast. You can find the podcast podcast tuttle.podomatic.com that's tuttle.podomatic.com like i said please guys help me out all you can i'm trying everything i can right now to make it until i can get back on the air which is coming up it's a long process it's not happening as quickly as i would have liked it to but it's gonna happen i'll be back I'm a survivor. I've gone pretty long stints being off the air before, but I always find my way back. So I just want to thank all you guys that have been supporting me while I'm going through this hard time. 